Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 10002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 10002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment, open the feedback, heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 10002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, the U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now... Welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the Franchipreneurs of one one I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews. Well, we have a great show today. Last week, we met with Scott Greenberg, author of The Wealthy Franchisee, Game-Changing Steps to Becoming a Thriving Franchise Superstar. Fueled with over 10 years' experience as a multi-unit, award-winning franchise owner to Edible Arrangements, whose operation won international recognition, Best Customer Service, and Manager of the Year. Well, today we're going to revisit our interview we did many years ago with Tarek Fareed, the founder of Edible Arrangements. And since having Tarek on the show, Edible Arrangements has grown by leaps and bounds. Nevertheless, this shows a timeless interview with this amazing entrepreneur and franchise. And this is just hot off the press that I just learned last night. Edible Arrangements is expanding into the music category because they've seen how successful it's been when paired with their gift and treat options. And this new category brings Edible Arrangements one step closer to becoming a one-stop shop gifting experience for their customers. Edible Arrangements is kicking off Edible Music with a partnership with Grammy and Tony Award winning Leslie Odom Jr. and his new holiday album. Customers can now purchase his album or one of the four other holiday albums through Edible.com. And that's coming right up on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show. Need a business loan? Talk to Diamond Financial Services, the experts in franchise financing nationwide. Whether you're looking to start a franchise, acquire an existing franchise, or expand your territory through opening new locations, Diamond Financial stands by your side start to finish. From pre-qualification to packaging and presenting your application to securing a financial commitment and through the loan closing process, Diamond Financial is there. While you're waiting, thousands of others are making their financial dreams come true. Don't wait any longer. Pre-qualify now by completing a confidential, no-obligation financial analysis. Let's face it, traditional banks just aren't in the business of financing small business. 
At Diamond Financial, we specialize in securing franchise loans from $100,000 to $3 million and equipment leasing up to $150,000. Let us help you get started. Go to www.franchisefunding.net or call 877-508-2274. That's franchisefunding.net, 877-508-2274. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs of one one I'm your host, Marty McDermott, and I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, last week, we, we met with Scott Greenberg, author of The Wealthy Franchisee, Game-Changing Steps to Becoming a Thriving Franchise Superstar. And fueled with over 10 years of experience as a multi-unit, award-winning franchisee to Edible Arrangements, whose operation won international recognition, the best customer service and manager of the year. As we mentioned earlier, today we're going to revisit our interview that we did many years ago with Tarek Fareed, the founder of Edible Arrangements. And since having Tarek on the show, Edible Arrangements has grown by leaps and bounds. But nevertheless, it's a timeless interview with this amazing entrepreneur and franchise. And as I was saying earlier, Edible Arrangements is now expanding into the music category because they've seen how successful it's been when paired with the gift and treat options. And this new category brings Edible Arrangements one step closer to becoming a one-stop shop gifting experience for their customers. And let's go right into our interview with Tarek Fareed, the founder of Edible Arrangements. Good morning. Hey, Tarek. How are you today? Doing well. Good, good. Tarek, joining us is my co-host, Don Johnson. And I know you wanted to say hi, Don, to Tarek. Yeah, we, we appreciate you coming on the show, Tarek. Uh, I'm really excited about the show. And hey, just one on a side note, uh, just, uh, you know, I've really enjoyed, uh, uh, you know, Diamond Financial working with your franchisees over the years. I think it's been over four years helping to finance them. So, uh, you know, it has been, it's, been, it's been a great relationship. We appreciate everything that you've done for us, too. And, uh, Marty, thank you very much for having me on this morning. And, uh, oh, Don, you as well, Thank you. Don and I were saying earlier, Tarek, we were both we were both customers to uh, uh, your franchise, so you know we're very excited to to have you on the show this morning. That, that's wonderful. That makes my job a, a little bit easier. It does absolutely because we're both fans. So, yeah, Tarek, I had some relatives who couldn't make uh, uh, a holiday where we always get together, and uh, sometimes we we don't always talk about. Uh, all, all the relatives getting gifts for each other. So they got us a gift, and I'm, I'm thinking last second, what the heck can I get them? Pretty much the same day, we called up a local uh, edible arrangement to where they lived down in Florida, got it right over to them, uh, and they were happy as heck. So Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, absolutely. We, just, we just had one uh, move in uh, Easton, Pennsylvania, not too far from where I am, Tarek. So, That's right. That's right. Yeah, you can see them all over the place now. It's just it's really fantastic to watch. Uh, it's 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 been phenomenal. It's you know just the acceptance and uh, you know to be able to share some of the story with you. And then Don's known about us uh, about us a lot, and uh, right. to be able to share this with your uh, listeners and everything. It's it's wonderful. We've had a a great run, and uh, it continues. So sure yeah, I've seen the growth and just all the excitement of the franchisees uh, opening up the business. Uh, Sometimes you don't always see that, but as always, it's been pretty common. Uh, Tarek, people investing in edible are just very excited, and you know it makes it a little easier because it's always just a lot of uh, emotion involved in starting up a business. 
Oh, it's it's a tough thing, you know. It's a it's a big, you know, for majority of our franchisees, I would say about ninety percent. You know, uh, these are a lot of these, you know, the franchisees we have. They did not have business experience before. It's a very very big step. Right. And uh, you know, we could relate back to the day we started our first business. Um, you know, and um, you know, and we try to connect the same way with every franchisee, and it it helps. It helps a lot. And you know, that's really incredible when you think about it, uh, because I know what your franchise. I mean. I mean, as far as I know, there's been zero failure rate, and that's really just incredible because usually in a franchise system with such growth, there's, you know, going to be something happening, uh, you know, not, not, not always the franchisor's fault, but uh, to have people with, uh, you know, limited to no business ownership experience to have this type of track record, it just says a lot about the system you set up. Thank you. Thank you. There's been a nice diversity, too. It sounds like of your franchisees, uh, Tarek, you know, in, in studying edible arrangements. You know, I mean, it sounds like it's been lawyers and accountants and just a, a nice mix, you know. A very nice mix to a, a point, uh, you know, uh, even to a point where it, it surprised us in the beginning. And uh, I remember when we started franchising in the beginning, I, I had no franchise experience. I mean, I was a retailer, and I was uh, making this, this product with my uh, brother and uh, delivering it. And you would have people coming up and saying, "I want to buy a franchise." And you know, Don could appreciate this because he's been here you know, for a while. Another, I remember talking to Michael Said and everyone. And uh, it, you know, um, somebody would say, "I'm a lawyer. I don't want to be a lawyer anymore." And so they go, "Wait a minute, you're going to go from a lawyer and cutting fruit? Uh, you know, it doesn't make sense." <laughs> exactly. You know, and then we have some of these people in our system right now, and they're very, very successful business people. And I have the utmost admiration for them. To you know, where I looked, I kind of was hesitant and I remember I always share a story with people that I had some people come in the beginning and I would I was convincing them not to buy because I I didn't think I, I really didn't want them to fail. Right. And and I thought they had good careers and things like that, but they turned out to be incredible franchisees where they own five, six, seven stores, so they do great. Yeah, this is a perfect example of uh, if you just follow the system, no matter what your background is, and usually uh, age might not have to do with it much either. Of course, the older you are, more experienced, maybe you have a little bit of uh, an advantage. But really, you, you just follow the system. You know, you train them in everything. Uh, very high chance of being successful. And, and th that's really the secret. I mean, I have uh, we, we do our discovery days, and I always try to share that with the, even the prospects. So whatever system you go into. You know, there's a reason you're buying a franchise. And one of my most successful franchisees who was our third store, I walked into a store after about a year of convincing him how to do it. And he, you know, he always, you know, he was a, a successful businessman before that. And he always gave me a bit of a hard time. And then, you know, he kind of saw that we were going in a certain momentum and he started to follow. And he, he sat in front of his whole crew one day and said, okay, guys, from now on, whatever these guys say goes. <laughs> However they say it, we do it. We don't question it. And when they, you know, when their trainers come in or they come in, and he is our the most successful franchisee in our system. He is single-handedly the most successful franchisee in our system. And, and all it is is that as he's duplicated, uh, you know, his uh, concept from one store to two to three to four, he followed that simple formula. And you know, the burden was on us to make sure that we provide him the solutions, provide him the support, be it him, his managers, and from that he benefited. And and he's. You know, he may have one or two years of experience of running the stores. We had five or six by then. So uh, it, that's exactly what it has done, and it, it does work every time. Yeah, that's a great story, Tyre, because it's been a common theme on our show, Don, hasn't it? We've had right. a lot, some of the most successful franchisees to some pretty big systems, and they've all said the same thing, Tyre, because all they did was just follow the system. You know, they didn't change anything, and, and uh Became very successful, you know. So that's that's great to hear, and especially if it's working. If you if you're right. getting on board, board a system that is working, that is growing, you know, you, you know what do they, what do they say? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, so absolutely. 
why do any of it? Just take advantage of it. And uh, I always use that analogy of you know with some of our franchisees to say I say you know I hate to take it down to this level, but it is kind of a kindergartner slash sixth grader effect where I've been in this building six years, so I kind of know every corner and the nook and cranny, and I know how the principal, what he likes and what he doesn't like. You need to learn, so let me teach you. You know, So you're coming in, and, and then you see and, and you see some incredible transformation. We, we have some incredible stories, and I'm sure every franchise system does. And, uh, and the success that we have, uh, you know, it has to do with these, you know, these great franchisees that we've had that have taken on and, and actually listened and, and applied some of the policies and procedures and technologies and other things that we created to make them successful. I guess, Tarek, sometimes, you know, yourself or your staff, if you see a prospect maybe sometimes a little too entrepreneurial, uh, you know, I guess you really have to, you know, speak to them to let them know that, you know, it might not be a fit, you know, with your company. We used to do, I, I remember uh, in the beginning doing that a lot to let people know um, that, you know, I love your passion, I love your energy and everything, but uh, you keep talking about your experiences and how you've done stuff. Uh, there may be a bit of a, a conflict there. We may always get into a bit of a tussle. So you have to look at this, that uh, we have systems and standards, and we've uh, um, experimented with these. We've actually uh, mastered them, and we've proven them at multiple times. So you may want to turn around and try it a different way, but it's really not going to work. More, not necessarily only for yourself, but for the total success of the system, because there is consistency and everything, and we know what's going to work. So we have those conversations, but once you get to a certain uh, number, a certain mass in your system, uh, that comes up less and less. And I think there's a there's a, a class of prospects or franchisees or, or new owners that start coming to you after a while to say, look, I want to duplicate what you've done. How do I do it? And they don't want to turn around and start from scratch. And, I, and, and that was great when we started to get a lot of existing um, uh, Franchise prospects, meaning they had other, they were in other systems, and when they came into our system, they found success very, very quickly because they had gone through those processes, and we gave them some tools that they did not have before, and they saw some benefits that they had not seen before, or had already gone through the process where we didn't really need to explain, um, and and you know, and they turned their stores around very, very quickly. Yeah, I guess you knew that you were really onto something at that point. Probably already felt the edible concept was going well, but when you have other franchises from other systems looking to diversify and, and go with edible. I guess that was a you know, pretty good feeling for you. That's right. That's right. Tarek, we always like to start off by asking our guests, uh, where are you calling from today? I'm at our uh, headquarters in Wallingford, Connecticut. Oh, fantastic. And uh, can you describe what an arrangement from Edible Arrangements is and uh, provide uh, a little background on the company? Yeah, Edible Arrangements is uh, like an artistically designed floral arrangement uh, that's the perfect gift for every occasion. And when I say every, I, I really mean every now because uh, a while back, um, we customers always related us to some occasions, but over the last three, four years, we've really grown our arrangement base. And uh, edible arrangements is uh, you know we you know and right now it's uh, part of the uh, three of the America's fastest growing uh, industries of the fruit, um, the specialty goods, and gift giving. Uh, and you know we actively uh, are growing our franchise base. Um, we've gone over the last four uh, to five years from about 30, you know, between 20 to 30 stores to over about 830, 840 right now. Uh, who, who buys arrangements, Tara, from Edible Arrangements? Uh, it, it, it's everyone. I mean, there is uh, uh, it's just a, 
across spectrum. Most of the decision maker who we're going after is the the gift giver, the gift giver in the family. It, it would be uh, the mother, uh, you know, a female between the age of 25 to 50. But with the vast variety of products that we have now, and some of the occasions and some of the holidays that we uh, offer for, such as Valentine's Day, it, it is it is no longer just a, a, a certain one category or two. It's, it's everyone that's buying our arrangements now. And uh, with the chocolate covered strawberries, we have some great, you know, uh, chocolate dipped fruits, uh, all different fruits from apples to chocolate covered strawberries to pineapple that, you know, makes it a quick pickup, a quick gift for almost any occasion. So it's a variety of people and for a variety of occasions. Uh, you know, what's nice with a franchise, I guess a big selling point for someone to invest in edible, you know, is the whole uh, corporate side and, 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 you know, business gift. Uh, you know, it's just not for consumers. It's uh, a very big part of our business right now, and to a point we're actually actively going after it now, where we're starting to offer solutions. We've just launched our corporate collection, uh, which was after uh, many years of seeing trends where people were sending simple gifts for a thank you after a meeting, um, you know, uh, a doctor's office sending it to as a you know to a referral or. Um, you know, a, a parent sending it uh, after a child is born to the hospital or something. Right. Uh, so th- that, and then you know, myself. I mean, I you know, it, it, it's it's a product that you know we came up with, and it's our own company. But I send it a lot, and we still find that wow effect. And that's what our customers continue to say, and even our corporate customers continue to say that we send this, and and people are just blown away, and everyone can enjoy it. Everyone kind of digs in. We open it up, and and it sits in the middle of the lunch table, and uh, everyone digs in, and everyone goes for the chocolate covered strawberries, the chocolate dipped fruit first and you know it walks away happy right so it is very big question it's especially now that we have some of our individual line or or the smaller arrangements such as our daisy line what we call our daisy line our daisy line is a, a smaller arrangement for a, a quick gift you know just a quick thank you after an interview or or to send to someone to you know remind them of a special day uh, we have a lot of our corporate clients sending that for an anniversary of uh uh, one of the employees, or a birthday of one of the employees, and that works out really good. Yeah, it, it, you know, the whole feel-good aspect to it. You know, any franchisee or or any business, it's such hard work. It's tough. You have rough days, but you know, I guess the upside, just seeing people being happy, uh, you know, to get that product is, uh, right. you know, could be a nice pick-me-up for that franchisee. Yeah, and I like how you mentioned to the wow factor, Tarek, you know, because, I mean, that was that was our reaction when we got our first edible arrangements. You know, you open the door, you say, wow, you know, it, it, and that's not easy to do today. You know, to wow a customer, you know, so uh, that's fantastic. That's uh, very important to us, and it will continue to be very important. And uh, as we innovate and uh, come up with new arrangements, we always keep that in mind, that somebody's sending this as a gift to make an impact, and it should definitely right. make an impact. And, and a lot of our customers send multiple times, you know, so you place an order once. So we always have a variety of arrangements and variety of different variations uh, of, to an arrangement. You can put different things in it to make sure that wow factor, you know, stays there. Right. There's a lot of repeat business, it sounds like. Definitely. That's fantastic. Tarek, do edible arrangements, gifts offer any benefits besides being something new and different? Uh, you know, an, an arrangement from you know um, an arrangement from edible arrangements is a you know it, it is a perfect gift, like I said, for any occasion. You know, it, it's one of the I'm I'm from the floral industry, and one of the factors, what important factor that was the the beauty portion of it, that you got flowers and they were beautiful, and and you looked at them and and it pleased someone. Uh, with edible arrangements, not only do you get that, but you also get that delicious factor afterwards where everyone digs in. I was actually flying a little while ago, and somebody was sitting next to me and says, oh, edible arrangements. Yeah, you know, I sent one. Not only did my wife love it, 
but everyone, including my kids, enjoyed it. So it was a great uh, gift. And and you know, and uh, when I went home, you know, she was so happy. We got in, and the kids were happy. So it, it makes a big impact. And then you know, one of the factors that we have always pushed, and it is very very important right now, is the the, the nutritional, the nutritious, and the all natural. I mean, all of us and myself, everyone's looking to um, push our kids and push our family to live healthy, eat healthy. So our product, we make it without any preserve. You know, we do not have any preservatives or sweeteners or anything. It's all just all natural fruit. And and like you know, somebody said a few days ago, all we do is fruit. That's all. You know, we we arrange the fruit, and there's no guilt factor except for a little chocolate here and there, which you know we're coming to find out has some benefits as well. Right. So, uh, there are many benefits, especially when you're sending gifts. And in the gift realm, there may not be that many choices when it comes to healthy, but edible arrangements definitely is a very very healthy choice. Um, what is it, Marty? Your, your doctor always says you go for your checkup for the year, and you, you say you've been feeling tired, down. The doctor said get more sleep and have more fruits and vegetables. There you go. There you go. <laughs> what was it the old one, the apple a day? Right. The doctor away. And there's been an increased consumption, uh, I guess, in fresh fruit, right, Tarek? I guess one of the big trends here in the U.S. is you see that a lot. And, and we can easily see that many other systems and many other franchise systems that are carrying products um, other than fruit are adding fruit. You know, to their lines and everything. Exactly. Go towards this healthy trend. Uh, you know, five fruits a day is making a big push. And uh, you know, I I find myself myself. Uh, you know, my wife and we we find ourselves pushing our kids a lot. You know, you put a lot of fruit in them. You try to cut a lot of the other items, and that plays really nice into some of the things that we've done. And you know how our kids collection started. We have kids and you know kids at heart by edible arrangement. Uh, it's uh, you know SpongeBob, Disney. A lot of these characters that we've used, and uh, now you have a, a floral, I mean, a fruit arrangement uh, that looks like a, a, a flower arrangement that now the kids can go. And we just had one at our house because my daughter is kind of moving on from the eighth grade to high school, and uh, she had a little graduation thing, and it was just such a hit. I mean, th- and this is in our house, a lot of these. You know, arrangements are arriving a lot of times, but, you know, their friends come over and they all want to dig in and, you know, go for the strawberries or go for this. And then they're all admiring the, the SpongeBob container because that's what my daughter likes. That's fantastic. How much do these uh, arrangements from Edible Arrangements cost, Tarek, and, and where can um, uh, customers order them? Uh, the, the arrangements come in various sizes. Uh, you know, from we have boxed fruit, which can range from about $25 uh, of uh, different fruits, such as pineapple, chocolate-dipped strawberries, um, a dipped apple and uh, a variety of other fruits, all the way to about $240. Our, you know, the median price though, where majority of our customers are ordering is around 65 to $75, depending on the area. And um, you know, the the $240 arrangement, such as our banquet, uh, serves as many as 40 people. Um, and sending a gift from Edible Arrangements is very, very simple. We've actually made the whole process very simple. And, and our focus on customer service has always stayed. They can walk into any of our 800 some, you know, 700 some odd locations that are open right now. We do have some under uh, construction, or call, uh, you know, our uh, customer call center, which is one eight seven seven do fruit, and also order online. I mean, we, we see more and more people going to our website at uh, ediblearrangements.com and placing orders uh, for holidays or every day. You know, we make it very easy. It is. You know, very simple. That's like I told my story before. It was very easy and fast, and um, and, and and because I did that, I'm expecting my relatives to do something better for me next year. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Terry, can you explain? Uh, Don and I were talking a little earlier about uh, fruitation. If you could talk a little bit about that. Um, you know, over the years, uh, people. Um, 
grabbed onto the the all natural and the and the easy and the good tasting product of edible arrangements and and you know as we started to open up more and more of our locations in high visibility areas um people would come in and ask you know what can i get you know is there something that i can take right now and that's where fruitation was born from it's a it's a it's a fast what we called fast fruit so it kind of plays into that fast food type of concept it's a fast fruit concept offering a variety of grab and go fruit um, you know, snacks and meal replacements that are made to order. I mean, you could get a, a fruit salad and you could pick the fruit you you would like and then you could get a, a what we call a fruity. It's a, a fresh fruit smoothie, which is quite a spin on, on, the, on the smoothie because it's fresh fruit. You see the fruit going in to the smoothie with, you know, with all natural, no sugar. We do not use any sugar or anything. So we're trying to follow um, the, the tradition that we've set on edible arrangements. Um, and then the fruitation stores, um, either you will find them within edible arrangements. Um, a lot of the edible arrangement stores are now adding fruitation or standalone in high traffic areas such as malls or, or um, uh, strip centers uh, and, you know, maybe one day of um, airports and other, other areas and everything. Um, and uh, it, it's, it provides a unique and a healthy option um, that is built upon, like I said, about the, the edible arrangements uh, reputation. And we want you know, we, we want the consumer to experience it in a fast fruit, uh, a quick meal, uh, the experience that they get from edible arrangements. Yeah, I think that's, uh, you know, very smart, Tarek, of course, because uh, that seems like a niche type of industry that's really been growing. Uh, you know, why not take advantage of that, especially a nice, healthy uh, drink and so forth. Um, you, uh, you know, uh, I imagine over the last few years, Tarek, uh, with the growth of edible, uh, that you've been offered maybe some co-branding uh, type relationships. Has that happened? Um, you know, co-branding within edible arrangements, such as for some of our products. I mean, the one, the, some things that we've done uh, is what I talked about earlier with some of the bigger players, such as the Kids Line, the Nickelodeon, the uh, Disney, with some of those arrangements, with some of those arrangements uh, that we are offering for the, the children uh, as a healthier alternative um, uh, to some of the occasions and celebrations that they have. Uh, and uh, I think, Marty, you mentioned before, it, it seems like you've been featured yourself and Edible on uh, you know, other shows, cable, magazines. It's, you know, it's been a lot over the last few years for you, right, Tara? We, we've, we've gotten some amazing press, and, uh, you know, and uh, uh, we've just gone national TV. This was our first year that we actually went on national TV and have seen some tremendous growth uh, because of that, um, and we started to feature our product. We, you know, we had... A, a, presence all over the country, so it was time to reach out uh, using one of the major medias uh, to advertise and to, uh, to tell people our, about our great product. And, and from it, we did our first run back in February, and we're doing our second flight of uh, TV spots uh, going forward. But from, um, uh, you know, from some of the other publications and some of the acknowledgments we've gotten, we, you know, this year we made um, on the Entrepreneur 100, uh, we made number 27, and by Inc. and uh, some of the other magazines, we've uh, you know we've been rated as uh, one of the fastest-growing companies, and uh, so it just just some great press on that, and uh, you know just some great acknowledgement. Yeah, good, definitely great accomplishments. I know uh, this is going back about a year ago. I think you were on the cover of one of the franchise magazines. Was it Area Developer? Maybe. Uh, no, I think it was a franchise update. Franchise update. Were you pretty happy the way you looked on the cover there, Ted? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're ever happy the way you look. <laughs> You know, it's long. I think you know those long hours start to come out. You know, and start to show. Uh, you know, you mentioned before your your background was in the floral industry. You know, maybe talk about that a little bit before edible. Yeah, you know, I, I started out in retailing when I was really young. I uh, you know I, uh, 
I used to work when I was, you know, when I was uh, uh, probably when I shouldn't have been working. I used to work at a local flower shop, helping them out watering plants and taking orders and doing some of those things. That's why my experience in the retail business that was right near our house. And when I was about 17, my father, you know, got borrowed some money and took a cash advance and everything and helped me to buy a flower shop in East Haven, Connecticut. It was about a 600-square-foot store, a tiny little store doing about $100 a day in sales. And within within a few years, we kind of took that concept from there to um, you know to multiple stores, um, and you know and, and went from uh, doing maybe forty nine thousand dollars the first year in sales to go close to a million within two to three years. So uh, you know that was I was only eighteen nineteen, and then from there I got into the computer industry and started edible arrangements um, in. 1999, same place in East Haven, Connecticut again, and with a, a small store. And uh, in the beginning, we started out by creating a lot of the products and everything ourselves and uh, delivering the products ourselves. You know, in the, in the beginning, it was just myself, my brother, and maybe one other employee. We would, uh, uh, you know, uh, you'd, you'd get up early in the morning, go pick up fruit, run to a store, make the arrangements, deliver the arrangements, um, you know, and then just grow. But what we did from the beginning uh, was to design the system in a way um, that it could be duplicated easily and to learn from all the experiences we had in the gift-giving industry of the floral industry to make sure that we you know, dot our I's and cross our T's and everything, what are the components that are needed to make somebody successful. And we built our first store, and we grew our first store, and then we wanted to build a second store. We built our second store in Norwalk, Connecticut, and we built it just like a franchise, as a franchisee would. Right. And that took us about a year. At the same time, we started having people. We were not even we were not offering franchises. That so we had people knocking on our door saying, "Hey, we want a franchise." Um, and so, it uh, at the same time, we started creating the technology, the point of sale system, the franchise support system, um, a lot of the marketing uh, uh, support systems. Uh, you know, everything from uh, how we're going to deliver content to the franchisee, how the franchisees are going to manage their business, how are you know, what systems do they need to be able to focus on growing their business instead of being in the store and worrying about you know what came in what needs to go out create systems so we we have a very robust point of sale system very robust franchise support system uh that we launched with through a company called Netsalis that I founded back when I started edible arrangements and uh, so the two have uh, done very well together and a lot of those technologies that we created such as new store management i mean you know we had we had a very small staff in the beginning and we had this tremendous growth and a lot of people will tell me how are you going to handle this growth but you know we were we were blessed to have you know kind of have the foresight to create some of these systems that helped us right. um, uh, to sustain and not only sustain the growth but be able to handle a lot more. I mean we're a system right now we we have about uh, 730 stores open another hundred will open this year and most of our stores have opened up and you know we, the, the turnaround time is very quick. Yeah, I mean, that's a you know, good point you brought up. I imagine every franchisor goes through that that burst of growth and. Some, uh, you know, I guess the, you know the good ones will have a, you know, have the manpower in place to to adjust to that. Seems like that's what you did, Tara. That's right. And not only the manpower, but I, you know, I think I think the trends were changing. Um, you know, the the technology was becoming easier to use. The technology was becoming very accepted, not only by. Um, the, the you know the the prospective franchisee, but it was almost a necessity. So you know you were defined by the systems that you had, the assistance that you had. So 
having that background and creating those systems and putting everything together where a franchisee could get that great experience right from the beginning and know that not only am I going to have great support, but look at all these things that I have that I can take benefit from. Uh, and, you know, kind of following the formula, say we're three years ahead. That doesn't mean you have to go through those three years of mistakes. Here's how you do it, and here's how you will get catch up to us within a year uh, of following these systems. And then providing tools where the franchisee doesn't need to figure a lot of these things out. Um, and also setting up our back end to make sure that we're collecting everything, we're uh, providing everything, we're getting all the feedback from the franchisee, and we can adjust things quickly, have our supply chain management in place right from the beginning. So a lot, a lot of those things were, you know, were done and created, and that's what helped us, not only just manpower, because manpower sometimes tends to be, I, 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 I've been listening to some of your um, uh, shows, and I, I know you have some people who are just starting out a franchise or new in franchising. And in the beginning, you don't tend to have that much money to be able to do this. So you need to uh, leverage a lot of the items, a lot of the technology and other things that are out there to provide some incredible support. And these days, you could do some fascinating things using technology. Uh, has your training kind of evolved over the years? Is it, is it pretty similar to when you first started out, or that's come a long way too? Oh, a long way. We We offer... Uh, many systems right now, and as I said earlier, uh, you know, a person can experience inedible arrangements for almost any occasion. Um, you know, in, in the beginning, people would kind of call and say, well, you know, is this appropriate for a birthday? I mean, now we're going out and introducing all these occasions, and when that happens, you have a variety of arrangements, a variety of processes of making these arrangements. Uh, we, we have holidays, you know, you, such as you have Valentine's. We have stores making 700 arrangements in one day. Wow. You know, at an average clip of about seven, you know, seventy dollars or seventy-four dollars, that's some serious amount of business the store has to do in a single day. We need to provide them tools to be able to handle every aspect of that, right. and um, so we do that by having a very, very robust training uh, program, be it from the beginning and also continuing on by providing them uh, updates and everything. And you know, ours is a bit of a unique concept. It's not that the person who's coming into it has an experience to say, "Well, I've worked." Uh, you know, at a pizza place, I know a bit of how it is. Where in ours, we have to teach from scratch. And in franchising, when you're starting out early, there is a turnover factor. So we keep addressing that, and we're we're about to launch a, another training system right now that's going to help us to redefine um, our industry one more time. Yeah, because sometimes people forget training is so much more. Like in your case, just you know, putting together a, a fruit uh, a fruit arrangement. It's it's training people on everything because most have never owned the business before. Yeah, That's right. On the operation, the business, from A to Z, everything you're teaching your franchisee so they get out there and they have that confidence and can, uh, you know, get going right away. That's right. I mean, you know, from uh, from taking an order, you know, that this is a, a large ticket item. It is not a $3 sandwich or $4 sandwich. I mean, you have a $70. It's an emotional connection of the customer. You have to listen. You have to make sure that they get the right product and they get the price. They're satisfied at the end of it. It's made properly. It's fresh. Then, you know, it's delivered in time. And then, you know, after that, all the other aspects of managing your business. So you have to have all those things. So the training is very, very involved. Our training program for franchisees is about three weeks right now. And then after that, we're constantly training. And now we're looking to create something where we will be training in real time all the time. So our training department will have access to the franchisee and their employees in real time every single day, anytime they can send out something, and they'll be able to view it, review it in real time, and implement it right away. Uh, uh, I just think, Tarek, uh, what, what your company policy is for each franchisee when they're uh, buying the fresh fruit, uh, you know, the 
the, the whole fresh fruit. You know, is that something each franchise each handles locally? Is there some type of is that something that uh, you know corporate handles for them on some type of national type of uh, agreement? Uh, we have uh, two things in place. We we have our supply chain management from which our franchisees will go and order a um, lot of our products that are sold within our store. So a vendor will be approved. Uh, to be on our on our supply chain management. Once they're there, it's very easy for the franchisees to go into our franchise support system, which we you know which we call Socket Fran Support or, or Fran Support. Uh, when they go into our uh, uh, franchise support system, from there they they can see and the vendors can uh, you know, tell them about specials and other things, but they can place orders and then track the order. Right. And from there we have a new program called our Fresh Program because fruit is the most important component in our arrangements, the freshness of it, the quality of it. Right. You know, so we have vendors throughout the country that are approved. Uh, to be a, a fresh fruit vendors or our fresh program vendors, and then franchisees simply go online to our uh, fresh program and they place an order with that vendor, and then the fruit is delivered. And it has to meet the criteria that Edible Arrangements has set. Uh, you know, just uh, from working closely with your company with uh, with financing, uh, what, what, what was it like a year or two ago? There was like a, uh, a strawberry sh- shortage or scare something like that. Uh, you know, from time to time, you, you know. The, you you may have only heard of one, but you know from time to time a lot of it happens. I mean, you you have issues with strawberry at one point or cantaloupe at another time, and it's just like any other industry. You, you know, you right. go through. It's a very seasonal product. It is uh, very climate um, affected and everything. So uh, we, that's our job to manage and help our franchisees to make sure they're able to manage through that time. That's probably the most popular of all the fruits uh, across the board. Probably the strawberry. Oh, of course. You know, it's, yeah. it, it it adds the nice red to everything. You know. Right. What are your uh, sales projections, uh, Tarek, for uh, 2008? Um, we expect our system-wide sales this year to uh, hit about 300 million, and we were about 190 last year. What's the best way? We have about two minutes, Tarek. What's the best way for uh, our listeners to get more information on edible arrangements? Can they call? Should they go to the website? Of course. I mean, they can call our if they want information on franchising. They can call our uh, franchise eight hundred number, which is one eight 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 seven two seven four two five eight, or they can just simply go to ediblearrangements dot com and um, and you know just hit on the franchising link, and they can find out a lot about our company from our franchise link. And uh, also, you know, if somebody wants to experience our product, it's simple as calling one eight seven seven do fruit, or go to ediblearrangements dot com, you know, and, uh, and and view our different products, place an order, and you know, let us wow someone. <laughs> right. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, Don and I want to both thank you, Tarek. You've been an incredible guest, and uh, we'd like to have you back in in, in the very near future. And uh, we're going to continue watching your growth. Thank you very much, uh, Marty and Don. It was a pleasure being on, you know, on your show. Thank Thanks. you very much, Tarek. Good, good luck, and we'll see you on the cover of uh, the next franchise magazine. Soon. <laughs> Thank you very much. I wish you both the best as well. Thanks so Take much, care. Tarek. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. Great show, huh, Don? Uh, yeah, I mean, like we knew it would be. It's uh, a very uh, interesting person uh, talking about, uh, you know, such a niche popular you know, type of product. Uh, it's just, uh, and, you know, you're right that, you know, the whole wow factor, I mean, you get, uh, an edible arrangements gift, and you know you're instantly happy. Absolutely, it's one of the things I teach my marketing students is you know the, to be obsessed with wowing a customer. Not many businesses do that, you know. And uh, uh, you know, I remember the first time we got one, it was, that was our reaction was, "Wow!" You know, I mean, it's right. just, it's just such a great concept, you know. And uh, yeah, I've seen firsthand just the, the you know the whole growth, how it's taken off. I mean, our company's fielded thousands of calls over the years, people. Uh, calling us, uh, interested in financing. So, yeah, and it's it's great to watch that growth. You know, just uh, 
Right. Definitely... Yeah, I always find it interesting. You know, I'm glad we always ask that question of what was somebody's background before they started. And right. usually their, their, their tools and experience will carry over to some degree in, uh, you know, in, uh, you know, in what they're successful in now, what franchise right. they have now. And that's what happened in this case, you know, which is fantastic. So another great job, Don. And again, for our listeners. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.